Hello everyone. How you doing? How you been coping? Uh I hope you all have been well. Welcome back again to the Art 1920 podcast, a podcast for men where we encourage each other to become what God wants us to be and to fulfill our destiny as those that are gatekeepers, as those that are custodian of God's plan even uh here on earth. And so remember we've been having the conversation on uh from the book The Dignity of Manhood by Uncle Billy Akoni and it was a follow-up from our conversation about the kingdom man using the book of uh uh Pastor Evans Tony Evans and so we really covered um a whole lot in that book and we saw one of the reasons that God wants us to maintain our manhood we need to move from boyhood to manhood but we said unfortunately in this generation we have even right from the creation of the earth we've had men that remain stuck in boyhood to their old they might be famous they might even be sometimes gatekeepers but they are still in their boyhood and they become uh unfruitful uh, gatekeepers that have caused the trouble that we have in the society now and so we said after that we promised that we're going to really dive deep into understanding what is manhood and this book by Uncle Billy Akoni the dignity of manhood has really helped us to go uh, deep in it so today we're going to be concluding our conversation on that so but I just really want to take us back to our conversation for the last uh 5 weeks you know we've talked about we've talked about what is male why are we male why are we created as male and we took time to even dive deep to look at why you should play the man as a man and we also went deep to look about how to be a real husband and we went deep to talk so last week we concluded by saying how to be a real father and so to conclude our conversation today we're going to talk about men at the gate men at the gate and which is what God has called us so i'm going to also as we did last week really read from Ross and paraphrase a lot of points that Uncle Billy raised in this book remember i encourage you to get yourself this book it's just a uh 150 page book or less and you can read it just in one week or even in one day but don't just read them and finish them but if I were you I'll read each chapter take time to meditate on it and really see what God will lay upon your heart and pray so please look out for the book and um, if you need a copy let me know and I can find a way for them to get it across you any part of the world and so talking about men at the gate so So he said we shall in this concluding chapter take a look at the practical application of this uh divine organogram that we've been discussing which God introduced to us in previous chapter of this book. Gates are entry points and usually stronghold which keep an inheritance secure for its owners against intruder. It is such that if the gate is possessed it is only a matter of time before those within the gate will willingly submit themselves to the conqueror of the gates. So you know what gate gate keeps people away and you know when somebody get entrance into the gate and that's the fall. for those of you that watch various movie or you've talked about the great chinese war or even the berlin war and cities in, in those days that operate with gates. If you still go to some country they still have those uh ancient gates that were there. I know in those days when they are battle if anybody secures the gate they have taken over that town. And so that's also in spiritual term they are gates. the people that control each affairs of society the men in businesses that control it and they've secured those gates for their families and for generation the men in the knowledge space that are controlling it the people in the music space the people in various spaces in life and also the people that control the destinies of families 
And so some don't think that everything that happens in this world just happen uh, just in the physical realm, but there are men that controls the gate. So God is looking for men, the right men. And you can see one of the problems we have in society now, in the words that wrong men has possessed the gate. And you can see the trouble that is causing teaching knowledge that is not helpful, teaching different kind of things. You see when people, wrong people possess the gate, and what happens, people go to war, they promote war, they promote anarchy. And but God wants men. And so God's purpose for manhood is for us to possess gates. If you remember Proverbs 31, 30, uh, 23, when we're talking about the Proverbs 31 woman, but it's also concluding verse 23 there, it said, A husband is known in the gate when he sits among the elders of the land. And so are you known at the gate? That's a question. In the gate of your family. It's not just about, it's not about resources here. We're not just talking about having money that they have to call you to a meeting before they make a decision. There are families that some of the most powerful people that make decisions don't even have the resources. And if they don't sit there, no decision is, is made. And some of them is not because they have godly wisdom and everything. It's because they use diabolic power and different means to hold people down. But for you as a believer, for you as a believer, what's, what's God going to separate? Remember when God saw of Abraham, he said, I know Abraham that is going to teach his children, he's going to multiply, it's going to be a seed. Every you know that his seed will be like the sea, that the sand in the seashore. And so that was he was a man of gate. And that's why we say Abraham blessings are ours. Because Abraham was the gatekeeper. He kept that gate. So are you the gate? Are you keeping the gate of your home? Are you keeping the gate of your home? And also the same thing in 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 in, 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 in politics. God is looking for men. And God is doing a lot of things and is looking for people. But I think before you start even looking outward, you begin to look at your home. Are you securing the gate of your home? Do you understand what it means? Are you preventing wickedness from happening to your children? If you want to do that, you need to secure your gate. You secure your gate with the Lord. You need to say, no, nothing strange can come into my home to harm my family. You need to do that at a place of prayer. You need to do that by exemplary living. You need to do that by being a a good husband. You need to do that by being a good father. Now we've had all of those conversations. So I encourage you to go back and listen to those uh, podcasts on those uh, uh, topics. I won't go back uh, even into them. You really need to be because a lot of people, especially you see, a lot of people out there in politics, they don't have good people around them. And so you see people deceive them. Sometimes they're so immune against the suffering of the people and they begin to make bad decisions. But if you're a gatekeeper, you need to surround yourself also with other gatekeepers, righteous gatekeepers, people that understand uh, the mind of God. So you need to stand. And we also need to pray for ministers of God that are good gatekeeper, not those that prophesy lies or teach wrong things in the society that are misleading the people. No, so you need to know that. And so we're praying to that because as gatekeeper, you hold the key. More God... Jesus said about Simon Peter, he said, he is the gate of the church. He holds the key. He said, upon this rock will I build my church. And so Peter became an example of somebody that owns uh, the key of the kingdom. So do you have the key of the kingdom? And also in your country, as you pray, as you intercede, you need to ask that because power belongs to God. And so we need to really ask that God choose for us leaders. We can see the mess that we have in most countries all over the world, especially here on the continent of Africa, because we have men that are not good gatekeepers. They have destroyed the continent. They have destroyed the country. You know, and we need to do something. We need to keep praying that God will choose the righteous. We know being a gatekeeper does not mean you go to church or because you identify as a Christian. Because if you go to a lot of our legislative houses across the continent, and you will see, and even around the world, you see men that profess to be believers, but they get there, they turn around because they have joined alliance with evil power and with evil forces. And so if we don't want our nation to suffer again, we need to cry 
for real gatekeepers. And so we must do that. And, and we must quickly seek the mind of God. Gatekeepers are those that will become patriotic for the, to the land. Gatekeepers are those that are gracious. Those are good gatekeepers. They'll be gracious to the people and they'll be patriotic uh, to the land. And there will not be those that go for political revenge. They will always like to forgive people. You know, they are benevolent. They don't publish bad news. They look for good things. And when they are in power, no, they don't just jump at power. They are humble. They serve. That's the kind of people that God is looking for. And you respect the leadership hierarchy and different part of government. So if a president is a good gatekeeper, he will respect the legislative arm. He will give room to the rule of law. And so those are the kind of people we are praying for. But again, as we are praying for gatekeepers in our society, in our space, begin to ask yourself in your space, are you in the educational space? The Lord is calling you to be a gatekeeper. What knowledge are you preserving for the next generation? Are you a lecturer that take advantage of and the blue sport of your student, especially the female student, then you're not a gatekeeper. Are you the one that takes money to pass an assignment or do things? Or you take bribe? You know, you see that the issue of bribe has become so, so, so paramount in almost every government parastatal, every means. You want to get a driver's license, people ask for money. And sometimes it's funny, people that do that, they claim to be Christians, they claim to be believers. But God is challenging you. So if you're listening to this podcast today, you have to change. You have to do your work diligently. You are a gatekeeper in the space that God has kept you. Are you in the music industry? Are you in the fashion industry? Whatever industry you are, you are a gatekeeper. You need to ask God, God, what am I doing? How am I securing uh, the gate of this industry? And also, especially as fathers, are you securing your home? You know, you see people just allow different things come into their house. Their children watch different kind of movie. They listen to different kind of song does always modernization oh it's kind of it's old school so you don't have guide you don't control your children they don't let they consume what how they how they do. you just expose them and you put, expose them out there into danger and you know we begin to have high increased risk of depression even suicide among teenagers and all that which is not good so we need to really help them we really need to secure them we need to help and prevent all these toxic things that's friend about in the name of entertainment and then you really need to guide. You see, even mothers and fathers making, no, uh, no, you know, uh, no, no, just making fool of themselves that because what they do on TikTok or they do on Instagram or they do on social media, you must not copy every challenge. You don't have to be part of every challenge. You have to have those decorum to be able to keep the gate of your family. And so it is important. But there's something Uncle Billy wrote in this place that I really wanted to share when he was talking about leadership, especially in the political space, our gatekeepers around. Uh, 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 government and policy and all of that. He said, no, though men may fall out with us, which is very important here, we must forget what, we must not forget what they were used of God to do in our life in the years of pilgrimage. I remember sometimes when you have people, one of the things that also makes you a good gatekeeper is never forget those that do good to you. Some people are so easy, maybe you have issue with your friend or you fall out with them, you forget the good days. But no, kingdom men do not behave like that the people of god a good person should not do that so we need a thankful heart to recall the good anyone has done for us we should not ignore men's goodness to us no matter how wickedly they turn against us now we need to appreciate men who god has used at some point or the order to raise us up even if they are now in disrepute we must know how to appreciate men and apportion praise without enlightening it so portion praise to them give them credit what due to them we must know how to admire and honor people in our heart you remember he's not just saying just physical you start from the heart and you take it outward we must never be seen to be in unhealthy competition and rivalry with men 
We must respect and love men, even if misunderstanding arises in their heart. We must have magnanimous heart. You know, we saw the example of what David saw. That David, he never forgot the household of Saul. Even despite everything that happened to between him and Saul, he reached out. He said, is there anyone in the house of Saul that I can bless? Study that part of the Bible and David rewarded them. So don't just because you fall out with somebody, forget all of the good they have done for you. Forget every way they have helped you, you know, to, to become great in life. So it's very important that you don't ever forget the magnanimousness of people, what they have done for you. It's very important in your heart. You need to be generous in your heart. You need to keep that big space and to always forget, uh, uh, to never forget the good that people have done for you. And so God is also looking for men at the gate in the business and the economy. And remember that it's not about trust in your riches. It's about saying that, yes, I want to, through God, secure this space. You can see what a lot of people have, have secured wealth for generations. You know, I heard of a story of when in Nigeria, back then, so they were privatizing a company. And so somebody wanted to buy it. So there was a woman that has like a, a share so if she can secure her share in that company then one of the big guys from one other region that wanted to buy the company will not take away everything so that means with her vote in the company she has the right to nominate uh, the, either the company secretary or whoever so people lobbied you know they even sent some indigenous people they sent different banks to her to sell the share and the woman said something that was profound and that thing has stayed with me for a very long time that they said the woman said and he told them that, see, you know, I have only one child. And so I have everything that I need. I have other resources and other things. But I'm only keeping this share in this company for the sake of the children of this land. Because if I sell this company with the way this man does his business, he would not employ anybody from this region, even with your qualification. He brings almost everybody from outside of the country and from his own part of uh, uh, the country. And this company will be taken over totally. So my, my, my no, no. I'm, not, I'm only securing this share for your own sake. And so she told them that don't worry, if the prices of this stock does not drop in the stock exchange in one month time, I will sell. And funny enough, the prices dropped because the guy was manipulating the stock market. So making the prices look to be high. So they were coming to the woman and they will sell it, sell it, you make good money. She said, I don't need the money. And she was honest. She doesn't need it. If she says it, her family, her, her child will still do well. So sometimes we need such people that understand the process. That say, no, we want to secure this case. So sometimes when you do business, it's not just about profit is good. Yes, it's very important. But God is looking for businessmen that don't love riches. But he's looking for those he can trust with riches. Those that will use it. Those that will channel it even to his glory. That will create room for others to come even into peace. Not people that because of business, you no longer go to Bible studies, no longer pray. You say, oh, business today, you're always hopping on the plane everywhere. You don't participate in the things of God again. And you don't even create time for your own spiritual growth. That's not the kind of business people God is looking. So God wants to make covenant. You know, God is looking for people that will make covenant with him that this business will not stop me. You know, that, and this, that I will not, I will not you know, always yield to the crowd and always move about. And the same thing, God is looking uh, 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 that and now we're going into the end time that God is looking for people within the marketplace to begin to share the gospel because sometimes pastors might not understand the teachers, the evangelists might not understand the language of your fellow business people but because you understand the language God wants to use it there so God is looking for gatekeepers in the medical space so for you as a medical doctor or as an entrepreneur you'll be able to speak to your fellow entrepreneur using your language and linking it to the things that God is doing and so it is important that we do that. We need to make an unshakable commitment that will honor our head, which is God, 
and will honor him uh, as those that understand that. So the same thing, the same if you're in the legal profession, whatever you are, God is looking for us. The same thing if we go into the academic space, like I said, you go to many countries, the academic space is, is, is a shamble, especially here on the continent in Africa. We see a lot of you know, lecturers that claim to be believers taking advantage of female students, and so we are you know, just oppressing people. Some do not even teach you are selling, you know, hand out, just trying to, everything is just about making money. Uh, but that's not what God has called us. God is causing you to, to become like fathers, to become husband, executive in all of his profession, to remain there, to be fathers to this young one, to mentor them, to show them the way, to guide them, to make them have hope in the system. And that is what God is calling us. So, and I think it's a new season. We can all attest to it that God is calling people everywhere to come and to become uh, uh, under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. To guide us and so god is doing a new thing and he has instructed us to know that we should stop mourning for the bad the old things that have happened stop mourning for saul that it's time for us to arise we need to begin to raise all of the joseph uh, joseph in the uh, uh, and david in in uh, in the business spaces we need to begin to look for a good pharmacist that produce good drugs we need to look for people you know that are doing good things we need to look for bank executive that will not launder money for people we need to look for bank executive that will do the right thing people that will not say oh give this collateral fake collaterals and they'll take this fund and give to their friends that will not even provide any collaterals we need people that are honest in the business but we need good uh, police officers that are men at the gate that will stand god is calling god is calling you to raise your own fellow brethren and for you to begin to manifest men who will handle not just billions but trillions trillions and trillions of dollars for the kingdom god is raising them but they won't just love riches but they are rich and so god is saying, so they know that every money that comes into their hand is for the kingdom and they're channeling to god's work god is looking for men like that and so we, are, we need to live by faith and believe that by faith that every day god will meet all of our needs those are the kind of men god is raising god is looking for us as believers and that is how it should be for all christians who live where those who are waiting for daily supplies of their own need they are in business but they are waiting for god to buy them their suit that may sound strange to you but those are the kind of men that god is looking for when god has found and anointed them quietly they are not going to struggle they are going to watch uh, the anointing manifest and god is raising them in secret do you want to become such a man do you want to become a father so in the days of samuel there were eight sons of jesse seven were wrong and one was correct how was the correct one to be traced? This is very difficult for man. But for God, all things are possible. So God knows the man <clears throat> who carries the right spirit and is looking for them. Because, oh, but we are there on God. You say, with God, all things are possible. So will you want to yield to it? Do you want to make a decision to become one of the men that have the right spirit? So that's been our conversation on the dignity of manhood. I hope you've been blessed. And uh, I think... After listening to this series, I would really encourage you to make a decision to live up to your expectation of manhood. You need to live boyhood. You need to ask God to help you. So I don't know which uh, sector you are. Are you in the medical profession, in the accounting profession, are you in the teaching profession? I want you to bow your head and make a decision that God, I want to be a gate man. First with of my family. Take out my family from generational oppression, generational wickedness, and secure these gates for my children, and secure these gates for the unborn, to be a righteous man, to do the right thing in the space. Don't join uh, the leadership to destroy people or to destroy spaces, but to be a man 
after God's heart. So we're going to conclude with prayer. Holy Spirit, we thank you uh, for the conversation we've been having uh, for the past five weeks on the dignity of manhood. Thank you, Lord, even for this book, Bonko believe. Thank you, Lord. We ask that you bless even all the authors themselves, all the authors we've used so far, even on this podcast, we ask that you bless them. And so, Father, we ask that this knowledge that we have received, O Lord, it will indeed help our lives, not just be in passing, but it will help us, O Lord, to become men at the gate, to become your representative, to begin to dish out even these ordinances of God, Lord. There will be people, there will be real husbands, we'll love our wife just as Christ loved the church. And we'll be, Lord, good fathers to our children. We'll will carry burdens for our children. We will be dear for them. We will not, we will not push them to wrath. We will always guide them. We will love them, Lord. Help us, Lord. And finally, Lord, help us to be men at the gate that will secure the gate of our profession. And you can count on us, Lord, even in the business spaces and, Lord, men in the market spaces to stand for Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this season. Lord, we give you all the praises. We give you all the honor. We will pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you everyone for listening and I hope you've been blessed and hopefully we'll be back again next week. Next week is going to be a surprise. I'm not going to tell you what we're going to be talking about, but just stay tuned and next week again we'll be back. Please remember it's the same station, the same place. It's the Art 1920 podcast, a podcast for men by men. And so I look forward to receiving. Remember you can reach us via email and share whatever uh, it's bothering you or even if it's a prayer point or if it's an issue you want us to discuss. God bless you. Enjoy your weekend. Again, see you next week. Bye-bye.